Hello, it is Dex. It has been the first time in history where I have missed two episodes of the Talking Wednesday podcast. I'm going to leave you in the very capable hands of Jake and Jack today. But as Jake said, because it's the first time I've ever missed two consecutive episodes, it might be quite handy for me to just record something while I edit the podcast this week. So that's what I'm going to do. I just wanted to say football is back. I'm excited for football to be back. I will be back on the Talking Wednesday podcast next week. However, Southampton, I will say, I want to say my say on it. I think the boys say some good points on this week's episode. I think that once we see this manager gelling, we will be doing all right. Because, yes, possession wasn't ideal. But I've seen a bit of the meltdown, and I just wanted to say the formation is starting to come together. The tactics are starting to come together. Our new signings look like they've got sparks of potential in there. I just wanted to get a point out that I am quite optimistic for this season to maybe present a different voice to what I've been seeing on some of social media. You might think I'm being a bit too optimistic with that, but I'm going to start this week's episode of the Talking Wednesday podcast with a little bit of positivity. As I said, I will be back next week. I'm going to leave you now in the very capable hands of Jake and Jack. and welcome to the Talking Wednesday podcast. This is episode 131 and the season is upon us. It's already kicked off, but it's me and Jack. How are you doing today, Jack? I'm great. I'm great. My uh, my soul was destroyed over the last few days after reading the post-Southampton uh, Twitter space of the Wednesday fans. But you know what? You, you laugh about it because if you don't laugh, you cry. Mm. So I'm choosing to laugh about it. Um, how about you, Jake? How are you doing at the to minute? To be fair, I just, I stay off that hashtag recently. Yeah. It's just mm. a little bit too toxic for me. Um, it's n- I'm J- not too J- bad. Yeah. I'm not too bad today. Um, we've, just a quick side note before we do start the episode. Uh, we are recording this on Sunday, so we won't have the games that are getting done today, uh, which is, I think, is Ipswich, Leeds, and Coventry. Uh, I can't do tomorrow's filming slot because I'm going out. I'm getting some well-deserved time out of here. I've been living in here for the last couple of weeks. Uh, how have your week been? Yeah, it's been good. Um, I'm possibly getting a, a another part-time job soon, um, awesome. which will be fun. Uh, just kind of on the side of... Is that on the side of doing all, Twitch all, and YouTube? Because kind of, of all the SAG-AFTRA stuff... There's a lot of writer's strikes. There's not a lot of uh, actual voice acting work, etc., going around at the minute. Um, sadly, the, the the place that I was going to have my voice demo reel recorded with has gone out of business, so that's not happening now. And all the other companies that I've gone to can only fit me in next February for an appointment. Wow. They're not taking anybody new until then because the COVID backup, like of people waiting to get stuff done is still being worked on. So even now, two years later. Wow. Yeah. So that's a whole thing. Um, but yeah, alongside the whole streaming and the, and the now YouTube venture as well, which is fun. And thank you, by the way, as well, my first ever video on YouTube for any of you that watched that. Um, well, I'm really grateful. <laughs> it was funny. I think it was funny. You think it was funny. So there we go. Yeah. It, did, it did its job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's just how my week's been really just, Kind of like panicking, thinking, oh no, 
Yeah, I, I be can, able to do things, but yeah, I can understand yeah. that. It's it's mm. it's a weird time in the creative base with things that it are is. going on, and you pick the wrong time to decide to be a voice actor. Yes, because yes, of I did. everything going. Uh, yeah, it. My How about week, you, Jake? My week yeah. been busy as out. Um, you could say that again. Eight videos or nine videos in one day the I other think day, it, I think wasn't it, was it? Seven on Monday. And it was technically eight because one didn't go out. Um, basically, I've been living in here. Come after August, everything should slow down a little bit for me. Uh, but I like to take advantage of the transfer window because there's yeah. so many stories you can do. And because Wednesday being how Wednesday have been this summer, it's been really good. Don't get me wrong. But like Friday, I had a mini morning off uh well i could say day off actually technically because i didn't get back home till three uh doing it again on doing it doing it again on monday we had to go clothes shopping for the child for school and top tip if you're not a parent yet school shopping trip costs a hell of a lot of money <laughs> i feel like there's that whole joke of saying to james oh my god are you a musician Oh where, my god, are you a dad? Where the, the version, yeah. But the version <laughs> for you is, oh my god, are you a dad? <laughs> oh my god. But um no, done did that. Uh also got recognized in Primark by someone. Ooh. Which completely threw me. Got recognized? Oh my god. Well, no, I didn't get recognized because they saw me. They recognized Look my at voice. You, you little Z list celebrity. They oh rec- my god. they recognized my voice, and that's the thing that got me. It was like uh. My voice, I don't think my voice is that recognizable. It is. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> it, uh, it is. You've got a very recognizable voice. It, it threw I me think. a little bit. I left Primark giggling like a banshee because, like, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, but that happened. And then uh, we, had the, we had the game. But let's get into housekeeping mm. before we do the game. Socials. It is Talking Wed on Twitter. That man over there manned the Twitter on Friday night and did a cracking job. Um, we have Discord. If you want to join the Discord, please do so. We also do have the uh, Final Fantasy football stuff. Uh, I think the code is what in one of the Final episodes. Fantasy. What are we? Are we walking Final around Fantasy with giant football. swords? Final on our Fantasy. Now. Final <laughs> Fantasy football codes. The Premier League Final <laughs> Fantasy football code. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> membership <laughs> options are available if you want to. And if you can leave reviews on the podcast sites uh, that let you leave reviews, it really does help. So, Sheffield Wednesday played the first game of the season on Friday night to kick off the entire EFL, um, well, show, basically, to kick off the entire EFL. How do you think it went, Jack? Talk I actually through. think it went quite well. Like, a lot of people, a lot of the independents all had us pinned down to get absolutely destroyed, like 4-0, 5-0, something like that. And we, they only managed to very briefly edge it 2-1. I feel like the, the performance out of uh, Sheffield Wednesday was, in, was very, very good. Granted, Wednesday only had 20% uh, possession of the ball, but we know uh, from their new manager's sort of style when he was at Swansea, they like to have the ball, but they don't do anything with it. And it they was very pass, evident. They pass yeah. teams to They just pass teams yeah. to death. They bore them to death with passing and then capitalize on it. Um and I feel like that's actually what happened with their second goal. They passed us to death mm. and then they just snuck Che Adams through. Um 
but yeah, I I just thought the performance was actually quite good from us. I think, uh, although it I was still so half, like, yeah, we gave them way too much. That it was more ball. Yeah, they still had more ball in their heads. I think the first but, half we gave them way too much respect. Uh, yeah, we were like, you're the new team. You're you're yeah. from here and. The one thing that I noticed in that first half, every time their attack happened, nobody was coming at the ball. No one was making yeah. the challenge. No one was standing no one was up pressing. to it. Uh, yeah. And the press wasn't there. You could tell from every time they went down to Sisko on the sideline that he was trying to get them to press as humanly possible. And it yeah. just wasn't there yet. Uh, and I think the problem is we've got to get used to that pressing and we've got to get used to that pressing fast. Because in League One, you can get away with it to a point where you can stand mm. off. But even in League One, if you stand off, they will have shots. We had so many goals last season that were outside the box because yeah. we didn't press. Um, interestingly, we only started one of our new signings uh, to start the game. I thought Delgado had an excellent game. There's something about his style of play I think we're all going to be love. But also, I think we also need to be slightly careful because I think he's got a side of him that could get a red in uh, English football. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I've got a feeling like Delgado is going to be one of those really nasty pieces of work mm. that other teams absolutely hate. You know, like the proper pantomime villain sort of player. Yeah. We, we've had players where we've hate, absolutely hated their guts in the past yeah. because they've been real like pieces of work. You look uh, good, And I though. feel like we've got one. Not in like the dirty sense, just in the housery annoying sense. sense. Annoying. Yeah. Yeah. He looked he yeah, looked yeah, yeah. really good though. Uh he had some really good spells. Oh, yeah. Um the interesting thing with that lineup for that game was though, like, no Joe Byers. Joe mm. Byers wasn't in the lineup, uh, and everyone got very <sighs> it was it was weird because we've had this thing with Joe Byers. Joe Byers went fit, he's a cracking player. He's an absolutely superb player and he can make some really good, um, yes, uh, he can make some really good ball. But if he picked up another injury again, it, he only made 21 appearances last season. I think it was 21 the season before that. And if you actually look at the starting lineup, it was Dawson, Patterson, Iorfa, Whitway, Femero, Delgado, Backinson, Bolt, Bannon, Windath, Gregory. And you bent with Charles, Palmer, Valentin, Bernard, James, Musa, Wilkes, Smith and Fletcher. I will say this. You Backinson was okay. I think Backinson might suit Sicko ball than he did more ball. Mm. But we still need players in that midfield. That midfield is still too short. Uh it lacks any creativity if you take Bannon out of it. it yeah, it feels it feels almost like there's no agility in the mm. players there. And and Southampton had a lot more agile players in that sort of central midfield area. Yeah. Whereas ours felt a bit like big, tall and cumbersome. Strong, yes. They didn't get out muscled, but like a bit too like yeah. big and tall and cumbersome and not not really like quick to make turnarounds or quick to react. Like it felt that that's as well another point that I wanted to say as well is that like the the sort of reaction times of the players was nowhere near as quick as it was for Southampton's players. They were just on it all the time, every single mistake. But then they've kept most of their Premier League squad, haven't they, since yeah. coming down? I think they've yeah. only lost... Um, I think one got uh, to Newcastle. Oh, what's his name? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, the, the winger. 
as well. That's why Nathan Teller was playing because the <sighs> Premier League. He's a very good player. Sound yeah, like he's, he's such uh, a good player. Also, oh. if you are in the uh, champion, it sounds like Southampton are about to put a bumper contract in front of him to make yeah. him stay and not go to Burnley. Uh, I do want to talk about one of the new signings who we signed a couple of days beforehand, and we are going to talk about him a little bit more in this episode. Uh, Musa, Anthony Musa. Masaba. Masaba. Yeah. What a player he's going to be. Oh, yeah. He is going to be very good, but we need to be patient. He is 22, not played many games. But for him to come on that night and skin those two players like he did was, oh, shit, kiss. It was really nice. And then when he had that opportunity to go on the run and he just ran out of options because there wasn't enough forward with him. Um, yeah. Their goal. So let's talk about their goal. Their goal came in and we were standing off them way too much. And it's a really good shot by Teller. It goes down as an Armstrong goal. And that's understating it. It was a bit, oh, that was such a nice yeah. goal. And it was kept... like um, it was like Barry Bannon's at Oxford yes. last year. And he kept yeah. on doing that though. We kept he kept on trying to do that all through that first half. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, I think we were lucky to go into that first half, not at least three down. Because mm. it could have been, because they were all over us. Second half, Sicko's also turned around. Not had a go up, but I think he just calmed him down a little bit, got yeah. him to the right things. And going a goal off a set piece, he said he wanted more of them. And it was a cracking knockback to by I offer. Oh, yeah. Um having win uh, having Gregory in the right spot was really good. It was just it was a really well struck shot. Now, yeah. second half, we did look a lot better. We did look like we were a bit more. I still I think Windass is gonna take a while to get used to his new role because ideally yeah, you, so. you want Bannon to be where Windass is and Windass to be where Bannon is in terms of that number 10. Um, yeah. Fletcher came on. Musaba came on. I'm going to butcher his name all season. Don't worry, I'll get it right eventually. Uh, Palmer came on. Now, interestingly with Palmer, Palmer, for me, for their second goal was a mistake for it, but I can mm. understand why. He's coming back from injury, not at full fitness yet. Um, and it had to be Che Adams, didn't it? Of all the players to get on the end of that, it had to be yeah. Che Adams. Um, also, this was the first game where we saw the new EFL rules that we spoke about last week. And they are cracking down on time-wasting and kicking the ball away. They've got, there are going to be so many players suspended by, like, End they of really September will be. At, this, oh boy. at this moment, if they oh, don't do it. Yeah. Um, and there were so many yellow cards, wasn't there? Yeah. It was... We had about nine minutes or so at the yeah. end as well. Uh, yeah, I think, nine added minutes. I think, I think there was a game yesterday that had 11. Oof. Um, oh, yeah, because they're actually timing it now. Yeah, yeah, they're not yeah, just the making yeah, their best guess. Yeah, they're timing which it. I think is great. And I'm actually appalled that it's taken them so long to start doing this. We're, we've been in the digital age for 20 years now. And yet they've only just started doing this. Insane, Are you kidding me? It is absolutely like, insane. It's a joke that it's not been done before now. It, oh, I, but anyway, yeah. I will, I will say this now. Um, Gareth Ainsley's sides, uh, Wickham back in the past Oof, and now QPR, yeah. uh, their games will go on for like two days if they go down. Oh, yeah, they really will, <laughs> won't they? Because <laughs> they love a bit of, he loves a bit it'll of that. Be like, it'll be like watching a bloody cricket <laughs> Five day test. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm not too 
I haven't seen too much of a meltdown on it, actually. I've actually seen mm. more people going, second half, if that's how we're going to play, I think we're going to do well. Because mm. the thing you've got to remember, you look at this lineup, Femi Woe. Oh, well, making that comment, you can tell you've been keeping off Twitter, mate. Bloody well, hell. Oh. But yeah, sorry, as you were saying. I have seen aware. bits of yes. it, but what I've seen yeah. is a lot of people going it first game of the season. Yeah. Kind of thing. Femi Woe won't be that player, though, because he brought Valentin in. Valentin will be that player. Also, well done on the quad number of Wednesday. Valentin number 14 and Bambo number 5. I think that's quality. That's great. Somebody had a thinking cap on there and did yeah, really they did. well. Uh, we'll talk about quad numbers later, actually, because they have got released before the game. Uh, I know people might want to know what they are and stuff like mm. that. Leaf, we're not doing what we did a couple of years ago. Remember when we were giving like Fletcher 6? Yeah, Adam Reach number nine and yeah, Fletcher oh, six because weird. it was a, apparently it's because it was a nine upside down. That's that's why he got the six. Okay, apparently. Um, but yeah, we we went into yeah. it. We lost our first game. Uh, I think we looked better in the second half. You can see what the manager trying to do again. I said it before and I'll say it again. We are going to be that team that it takes a while to work, but I. Again, we're still in the transfer market. We still need players in. Uh, we're going to talk about it because we have been very busy last week in the transfer Oof. market. It's been, it been nice to not have... We've been like James in the transfer market. We've been busy. <laughs> oh, yes, we have. Hi, James. So we will, go, we will go to the championship review. Like, again, remember, there's three games today, uh, so we don't know what goes all out. So we yes. lost 2-1 Southampton. Uh, 2-1 to uh, Norwich versus Hull City. Uh, Hull losing their manager. Um, he got sent off. Plymouth 3, Huddersfield 1. Cracking result for them coming back. Bristol City, Preston 1-1. Millwall beating Middlesbrough, which was a bit of a shock for me. I thought Middlesbrough might have won that, but Millwall are a very good side from last season. Yeah, uh, Gary Rowett has really turned things yeah. around there. He's really getting them. They've, they seem to be loot. Like, sure, I think, the fans are still behaving the same, but on the field, they're losing their like dirty sods sort of tag with how they're playing. They're actually playing really nice football now. I won't um, lie. I've always liked Gary Rowett as a manager. I think oh yeah, he, I think he's cracking. I, I've always thought, why not have him at Wednesday at some mm. point in the future? Because yeah. he's always, he's, have you noticed as well, this is so off topic, but it's because it's the Millwall manager right now. But Gary Rower is always spoken so affectionately and fondly about Sheffield Wednesday whenever we've been in yeah, the yeah. conversation in the past. And I've always sort of felt like, hmm, is that because he wants to maybe manage us someday? So he's trying it's to always, keep it's us always, a bit for sweet. Me, it's always been a little bit like um, uh, Ian Hol Holloway is always yeah. felt very yeah, yeah. highly of us. Um, Stoke yeah. City uh, 4, Rotherham 1. Rotherham <laughs> went down to 10 men. <laughs> Oh dear, here comes the hate coming for you. <laughs> uh, Swansea won, Birmingham won. Uh, also, interestingly, yeah. this week, Tom Brady became a minority owner of Birmingham. Yeah, that's Rich crazy. Me. One of the um, richest sports stars in the world ever. And he's Blackburn, managing Birmingham City. Rovers 2, West managing, Brom owning. 1. And West Brom were all over them for a bit. And then it just went mm. wrong. <laughs> Watford yeah. 4, QPR nil, and it was 4 nil at half time. Yeah. Watford uh, went uh, uh, in the second half. We're not going to bother now. We've humiliated yeah. you enough. So, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. And from what I've read, it could have been like double or triple that. Yeah, it could have been um, a lot, lot worse. Um, yeah. But I've just got a funny feeling that QPR are going to end up being the whipping boys of the championship this year somehow. I have a funny feeling he's not going to last till September. Mm. Kind of thing. I'll be... QPR are a weird team this year, though, as well, because Tony Fernandez has finally left. So yeah. it'll be interesting what's going on. Uh, we're not going to put the table up. There's no point. It's early doors. It's uh, one game. It's, it's one, one game. game of the season. Uh, I will say, we're, not, we're nicely sat out of the relegation zone because yep. of the goal difference. Yes. So that's fun. So. That's, a nice little, uh, <clears throat> that's a nice little thing. Very much so. So, we're going to talk about the quad numbers first before we get into any of the news, because I think it's just good to do so. So, yes. Cameron Dawson, number one, Liam Palmer, two, Will Vault, four, Bambo, number five, Bambo Diaby. I do love that. Uh, I like Dominic, that. Bambo, Dom- number five. <laughs> Dominic Ayo for six, Mallet Wilkes, seven, Joe Byers, eight, and I feel very sorry for the poor bloke who got Byers 14 on the back of his away yeah. shirt at the Luton game. Um, yeah. Lee Gregory, 9. He's our striker, number 9. Barry Bannon, 10. Windass, 11. Patterson, 13. Paul Valentin, 14. Juan Delgado, 15. Deshaun Bernard, 17. Marvin Johnson, 18. Tariq Backinson, 19. Michael Wickway, 20. Akin Fenua, even 23. Michael Smith, 24. Ashley Fletcher, 27. Reese James, 33. Anthony Musaba. 45. I still got it wrong. And Pierre Chaff, 47. Um, good, good. And, uh, new signing, Davis Vasquez, I believe is 36. Uh, I think. Look, Jacob Vasquez signed yesterday. Yes, he signed he yesterday is... from the time of recording. Where is his number? I think you might be right. Uh, yes. I'll go with that because I can't find the tweet. So, shall we get on to the news? Because... It's been yes. a very busy week for Wednesday this week. Uh, we've gone from, oh, we need players to, right, it's the first get, first week of the season. We need players now. <laughs> we, yes. Kind of thing. Mm. So, Sheffield Wednesday sign international defender Deshaun Bernard. Uh, this is from the Sheffield Wednesday website. The Owls has signed international defender Deshaun Bernard on a permanent transfer. The 22-year-old followed through the academy ranks at Chelsea before joining fellow Premiership, no, Premier League giant Manchester United at 16 years old, making a debut for the Red Devils in the Europa League group stages against Kazakhstan side Athar. Borat's country, yes. Bernard spent six years at Old Trafford, taking a successful loan spells in all three divisions with Salford City shock horror. Hull City, Portsmouth. Of course he's going to go to Salford. Um, of course. <laughs> the one with product, 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 product. Is, is a culture ball-playing centre-back with the out beating off thick competition for his signature. Bernard has... Graduated to the international stage in four cap for Jamaican, having made his debut against Qatar in June and being named in the final squad for the 2023 Gold Cup. The centre half becomes our fifth new recruit of the transfer window, following Reese James, Juan Delgado, Ashley Fletcher, and Paul Valentine to Hilfer. Welcome to Wendy Deshaun. What are your thoughts on this one? What do you think about it? I'm excited because he's a player for his. A player for now as well as the future. He's, he's exactly in that mould that Cisco was saying that we need to think 
in in the uh, announcement press conference where yes we think for the future but the now is also very important and mm. i think this guy's going to be very key going forwards in our defense i don't think he's been played yet only on the just to keep to slowly like introduce him in just slowly get him in slowly bed him in i think when you look at our that, yeah. back four that we had again Southampton. The only ball playing centre back was Iorfa. Yeah. And the fact that we got another one in, and yeah. I spoke to somebody who I know is a Hull fan, and he they wanted him even back then. They said he was oh, good. Oh well. And back yeah. then, I think he was only like nineteen. Yeah. Age, and he you got to remember when he came, when he was at Portsmouth last season, he was part of that back line that put him on an unbeaten eleven game run. Mm. And it started it when he came in. So there's the player that he, and also he built. He is oh, absolutely yeah. built. Uh, it's going to be one of one. I, the thing is, I've seen a lot of people on this one go, well, he's not that good if, he, if he'd been let go by Man United. It's like, well, hang on a minute. Players get let go from big clubs all the time. Uh, and this is the thing. Just because they're not good enough for Man United doesn't mean they're not going to be good enough for us. Exactly. We will go through his FIFA card as well. Uh, Bernard is a 69 silver, uh, 68 pace. The magical number. Yeah. 68 pace, 40 shooting, 52 pass, 38 58 dribbling, 67 defense, and 79 physical. I think that may go up a little bit this season. Have you seen that man's biceps? Good Lord. Yes. Uh, But there is interesting news regarding his contract. Uh, key contract details of Sheffield Wednesday new signing revealed. They come from the star. Uh, the 22-year-old old ride have been heard heard as a bulk of our fan base with decisions to sign young ball playing centre-back being seen as a real step in the right direction in the summer recruitment push. Sicko, the Wednesday manager, spoken on how pleased he was to get the deal done for the former Man United youngster, but also added that they are still aiming to bring more in before the transfer window closed. Plenty of fans have raised questions on how long the defender has signed for a helper, and the question does now appear to have been answered by the player's agent, Will Thornton, who said that he's penned a deal thought to be summer 2024. Whether there's an extension option is unknown at this point. What do you think? I think they've only gone for a one year just to see how he'll do. And then, you know, if he'll live up to the hype, if he'll whatever, because we've seen players that have signed like multiple year deals that have had loads of hype around them, haven't lived up to it. And then we can't get rid of him because no one else wants them, you know? So I sort of think that this might be that maybe sort of case where there'll be like, look, the club aren't daft anymore. They know that they can put extension clauses on players and all that sort of thing. And I definitely think that this is the case again, where there'll probably be an optional one year extension by the club. Maybe if he does well enough and impresses and all that sort of stuff, if not, it'll just be renegotiating for a longer contract next year. I'm choosing to be on that side of things rather than we've been really dumb and we've offered a 22 year old. That's very promising a one year deal. And then he's going to sod off somewhere else next summer. I'll say that. That I'm, is my I'm worry. keeping hope. That, that is, is, my, that also is my worry in the back of my head. Big worry but, because yeah. we talked about how we want to bring in these younger players and then build them up. Um, but we do we do tend to give people short contracts. If you look at this summer with how many players were out of contract and then we have to renegotiate, 
The thing is, um, you don't want a diff play. The problem is, if diff player starts doing well and looking like he's going to be really well, yeah. December time, January time, you, you put sit down, you put the new contract yeah. in front of him, or you already activate that extension option if it's already there. Then, yeah. And go, right, it's already done, and we're also going to put you another year or two in front of you because you're really good. I understand it, and I get it because... Um, we did have the accounts out this week as well, which I'm going to leave that for uh, Deck to go through a little bit better because he's a little bit better at doing the accounts than I am. But it seemed a bit more positive than uh, it had been in the past. So it looked better, but it's interesting as well. But yeah, it's it was the ones. We are trying to do deals in ways that are beneficial of the club. And yeah. again, though, the thing that gets me a one-year contract when it says that we beat our stiff competition for a, com- a contract signature said to me that we've got this one over the line and we need to get it done soon. Don't get me wrong. Great to get him in, cracking player, and I think it's the right decision. I mm. think the thing I've got is you have we have to be very careful about what deal we do because we have had people say, you've got to be careful. If you look at what deals we've done in the past, a lot of the deals have been done short because we're trying to not do FFP. Yeah. Like, there's, there's that. And we we all know Chancery is absolutely petrified of getting hit with FFP again. And he he's trying his best to do it uh, within the mm. time limit and stuff like that. So I, I do find that one really interesting that we got, that one through the door and everything is it's it's going in the right direction isn't it it's yes it's, absolutely it's where absolutely. it's where we want the club to go in terms of bringing in players the the thing is that what you've got is when you bring in players like this you have to make sure you are a little bit um you give them chance you don't overhype. Oh them. yeah, you, you don't just immediately expect them to like say yes. You need to be on it from day one. Yeah. When I... when you're 22 years old and you've only really played the first team football in League One, well, yeah, League One or League Two in the case of of uh, it did hold. in the case it of did Bernard. Whole City. Whole City was in yeah in League One. No, we weren't. They were in Champions. Champions. Oh right, okay. Yeah. Well, there we go. It, um, it says in this article he played all three parts of. Uh... Oh yeah, sorry. There we go then. So yes, there we go. Um, but when you've not had much experience in those leagues, I will then say, um, you need to give them time to bed in and, mm. and get used to just how it is, I guess. Yeah. Um, which you can then extend as well to the rest of the squad because it clearly showed they were expecting to be facing a League One style and then they were really shocked. And that first half was all about, oh, crap, this isn't League One anymore, boys. Yeah. That's that's the impression I got. But And that needs to be the case for... Um, Bernard, where he uh, he gets used to the tempo and gets used to the physicality exactly. and all that sort of stuff. So we need to we need to give them time. We need to give them time, Wednesday fans, and not expect them to just be absolutely world beaters from minute one. We will anyway, see what happens. See. But yes. it's good to get it through the door. Let's see what happens with that. And I also think as well. Sorry to just add on a little thing at the end of that fact that he's got a one year. I also think the club are absolutely terrified of giving a player a long-term deal now because of how much they've got burned by players on those long-term deals in the past. Because yeah. look at how much money we were losing 
on players that were not performing on long-term deals uh, just before the relegation to it, it, It's a mixture. You can, and get, I think you can give a, a player from that. a short-term deal and it makes it easier for them to then work hard to get a longer deal. Yeah. But you've also got the other thing, if you give them a short-term deal and it's not going right, give them an app an easy out even when we need it exactly but we will see what happens uh yes. let's just be happy through the door and we've got another oh yeah player. exactly sheffield went they also signed another defender bambo diaby joins wednesday this is from the sheffield wednesday website again wednesday completed the signing of bambo diaby who moved to s6 on a permanent transfer from preston north end for an undisclosed fee the towering defensive bolsters Sicko rearguard ranks ahead of our championship curtain raiser against Southampton Friday night. Interesting point. He couldn't play because he was suspended from uh, having a format ban that he served at Preston, but we'll see what happens there. DRB yeah. 25 cut his teeth as a youngster playing regional football in Catalonia, Spain, and having moved from his birthplace, Senegal. He made his senior debut as a teenager for UE Connerall and sent in the Sendegar de La Liga against CF Rus Deporto. I am really bad at this. In 2016. Yes. Uh, the centre-half switched to Italy later the same year, signing for Syria, ASI Sampdoria, before a loan fell in third-tier Manitoba FC. In 2017, he moved back to Spain with Gironda FC. And Girona. Then, thank yes. you. Then to Belgium <laughs> at... Say that for Le me. Karen. Thank you. Diaby arrives on these the shows in 2019, first signing for Barnsley and then the Lily White. Now, the Barnsley spell got cut short because he had a ban. Uh, he had a banned substance. He was banned for two years um, before, oh before we signed for Preston. Now, a lot got made of it. A lot got talked about it. Um, it was a diet. It was some sort of diet drug kind of thing. It was something to do with diet uh, and stuff. Yeah. And so he got banned. Diet supplement yeah. thing. Yeah. So he got banned, but he went into Preston and he only signed there in January and played 17 games. Uh, Sicko told Sheffield Wednesday, Bambo is a big, strong centre-back. He's very quick with the position in defence. He has a very good mentality and will always make sacrifices for good of the group and he will bring a lot of balance to the squad. So this one... I thought, I will, I'll be honest with you, because of how they were sniffing after I offer, I originally thought, originally when we were alone with him, it was like, uh, when we were linked with it, it was like, are we doing a swap, one going the mm. other way? Because it felt, it just felt that way with how they were. Yeah. Seeing. But he, if we said Bernard was a unit, this is just another level. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, what you Have you seen that man? The, the man is built like an absolute freight train. He's built like a and linebacker. And he's quick. Like, yeah. You, you normally see like really muscular players not have much pace because they're so muscle bound. But he's quick as well. Mm. He's really pacey as well. It's, oh, he, I'm looking forward to seeing how this guy performs, actually. From what? And he definitely, he definitely beat me in a deadlift competition. Yeah. For sure. From which I'm what? sad about, but you know what? A lot of a people <laughs> have said on the Preston side, they are absolutely gutted he's gone. Really? Because they saw a big player in him who could do some mm. really good stuff, and he wasn't there yeah. long. Uh, they said he does have a mistake in him now and again, but you got to remember, they only saw him for 17 games. If they seen him for 17 games, 
that's a really good sign of how good a player he is, kind of thing. Um, yeah. I just think this is a really smart signing. Uh, yeah. Let's do his FIFA card then, as tradition dictates. He is a 65 silver, 72 pace, 25 shot, 55 passing, 62 dribbling, 59 defense, 70 strength, physical. That physical needs to be up a lot higher than 70. Yeah, but it's FIFA, isn't it? They don't care when yeah. it's not in the Premier League. Yeah, like... true. But he will... I think I think the thing you've got with this one is that it's another ball-playing centre-back. In yeah. the space of about a week, literally, we brought in two ball-playing centre-backs. Exactly. What does that mean for someone like Michael Owitway? What does that mean for someone like Akin? Hmm. They've got, he, it means that they'll possibly be sidelined a lot of the time. And, uh, but it's rotation, isn't it? Mm, we need yeah, that. We, exactly. It's rotation. If we're doing, That's a problem we didn't have, of course, yeah. last year. We didn't have any rotation. Just look at that injury crisis and how much it screwed our chances of winning the league last year. So yeah. it's good to have the uh, rotation in I place think, now. I think, I think. I think this was one of those ones where you looked at this player coming in and, again, it was another position we needed to strengthen. And I think at the back now, I think we are fully strengthened. I don't think we need much more at the back. Yeah. I think he's really... Because you've got to remember, you look at Ballantine and Delgado, they're technically defenders, but who can play other positions. Yeah. Uh, I think Delgado can play more of a winger role. But mm. like, like I said against Southampton, you had Femiwo playing on that left. That's Ballantine's position normally when he plays. And again, but when Valentin left, a lot of the fans who in Spain at that club were like, what have we done? This is too good of a player. And I think there's there's something there if a club says that, especially if he's been there in terms of the Arby's thing, seven, uh, 17 games. You must have mm. pull, put off a massive impression to them. I think oh, this yeah. is smart. I think this is a smart signing. And I think... You can see the level of what he's trying to build at the back. Yeah. Kind of thing. But when they weren't done, when they, they were not. This, this one was a big coup. This one was the biggest coup of the lot of them for me. Yeah. Owls land Anthony Masaba. Have I said that right this time? Yes. Yes. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, he did it, guys. He did it. Sheffield. He did it. He's been calling it Moosa all week. The Sheffield. But he did it. The Sheffield Wednesday uh, website said the Owls had signed Anthony Masaba on a permanent transfer from French Giants Monaco for an undisclosed fee. It says undisclosed fee, but there was a, also says that it was a free in some places. So yeah, I'm gonna. Hmm. Go, I'll go with what I'll go with what the website says undisclosed fee. Yeah. Uh, the Pacey Wiseman becomes our seventh capture of the summer window. Misaba joins League One Monaco joins League One Monaco in June 2020 after bursting onto the scene in his native Netherlands with NC Nijerman. I think that's how you say it. Nijmegen. Okay. Yes. Uh, the 22-year-old got five goals and continued to seven assists in the 2019-2020 uh, campaign, promoting promoting prompting Monaco to make their move. Misaba went on to enjoy loan spells at uh, Sir. Circled Bruges. Thank you. In Belgium. Circle Bruges. Yeah, in Belgium. Yeah. Just Here in vain. In Holland. That's actually the club of a former Sheffield Wednesday player. Van Aken? Here in vain. Yes, it is. Yes, it uh, is. And French outfit Mans, Mens. Uh, and Mets. then back to uh, his original Nijmegen. club. 
The right winger yes. has also earned honours on the international stage with the Netherlands at under-21 level. The Wente boss, Sikko, told Sheffield Wente, Anthony has a big capacity with a lot of ability, one against one, and he's a player who le- le- leans and will give, learns even, and will give everything. He has uh, the experience of being with a big club like Monaco, and now this is the opportunity for being a big club like Sheffield Wente. He has a lot of pace, he's a good cross of the ball, and I think he will be a very good player for. Welcome to Wente, Anthony. What do you think of this one? I'm very impressed. Also, watching him during that game in Southampton when he uh, uh, against Southampton when he came on, it was so reminiscent of Mikel Antonio, like his the athleticism when he ran and everything. It, bit, it, it, bit it of just, Jermaine Johnson as well. Yeah, yeah, it just reminded me so much of Mikel Antonio and Jermaine Johnson in their heyday uh, for us. And I'm just and I, also as well when Cisco says that a player has a big capacity. I think he means potential. Yes. I think that's what he's on about with uh, capacity. So, you know, a capacity to learn kind of thing. I will say um, when he came and on. I just, I am and so excited about those this two players in oh, the box. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If somebody was in the box, like, a bit quicker yeah. with him, that would have been a goal. Yep. Uh, and the run that he made for in that second half of well, where we were on the counter, he just, just oh, ran yeah. out of options. If you're going to play him, he needs options. He needs people yes. to match. He needs him. an outlet to pass it yeah. to or cross he it need, to, whatever. He needs, yeah. he needs people. This one was one of those rumors that popped up, and we were all like, "Yeah, right, okay, that's not going to happen." All right, it went. Yeah, yeah. All right, the, all right, everyone. Yeah, let we're going to sign someone. Let's from sign Monaco. a sudden top top player. You know, top club player. Yeah, yeah great. It, but Whatever. I then, but then I thought about it in a kind of Wednesday way. I wonder if Monaco's done the thing that we've done in the past where we've had players who we've looked like they were good, who were 22, and now they've got to a point where they can't do 21, 22, under 21s anymore, and they've gone, look, we'd rather let them, let them go for some money and go from there. Now, there is a sell-on fee with him for uh, Monaco, Yes, I uh, believe it's twenty yeah. percent of the future fee. So they they the future total think, fee, not just the profit, yeah. the actual fee itself. They, are, yeah. they often think there's something in there. But even if you sell him for, even if eventually down the line, and by the way, I know it sounds really weird saying selling when mm. you've got a new player in. But if you sell someone to like ten million, you still get a nice chunk yourself. Yeah, kind you still of get thing. eight million of that. So exactly. So if one of those things, but we don't want to overhype it too much. This lad exactly. is going to need to be. This is one of the signings that will be need to given a lot of time. Yeah. I feel uh, he's not played much football in general. Uh, I and think I know as well on Dex's stream when he said, "Oh, he needs to start next game." I was going, "Dex, what are you talking about, man?" Sorry, James. By the way, to just attack you like it's not attacking, but it's. I think I under, why start him straight away when he needs to work it in. I understand he needs what to he's work saying into the side because we don't have this level of player the pace in the options, squad. Yeah, um, I do understand what he's saying in that point, but he's going to have to take time because yes. he's not playing much. He's twenty. It's too early to just be starting uh, immediately. I and, believe he yeah. can play either side. Either mm. I think he's both footed, so that's interesting. Um, Really, we class. also need Malik Wilkes. I think he's basically going to be the alternate to Malik Wilkes. Wilkes needs a season, but Wilkes, yeah, Wilkes needs to get back into the, the. I think Malik Wilkes will be excellent for us, by the way, as well when he gets fit. But I, I also I, think that I got the thing is, I feel like there could be Malik Wilkes' season, 
Yeah. But let's see, because I said that last season and I got egg on my face because <laughs> he couldn't stay fit. Only because he got really badly injured. That's that he just got hampered with injuries. When he did play, he looked excellent. Yeah, he was he did. skinning people. He was, you know, he but just again, got hampered with injuries. But again, that was skinning people in League One. Yeah, there's a difference. And I think he was one. also, yeah, I think he was also brought back to. Sorry to divert, by the way, guys, onto this Malik Wilkes topic, but I think that he was brought back far too early because we had an injury crisis, and I yeah. think they, he, he was rushed back in because we didn't have any other options. So now they're taking their time and letting him come back when he's fully ready. You yeah. Know? Our tradition dictates that we will of do course. a FIFA card. He's a 66 silver. He is 87 pace. 87 pace. 64 Ooh. shooting, 56 passing, 68 dribbling, 24 defense, 62 physical. He's going to be a really good player to use on career. He will. Mode, yeah. He will. Um, so, Sheffield Wednesday weren't done yesterday on Saturday. We Probably this, the worst kept secret in Wednesday transfer history. <laughs> this deal got announced pretty much like last week. Yes. Uh, Italian media managed to say it was all done and dusted. Oh, they leak like a sieve, don't they, over there? Yeah. It's, oh. This is also from the Sheffield Wednesday website. Delvaz Vaquez joins the Owls on the... How can I say that name? Oh, sorry. Uh, you, you got his first name wrong. It's Davis. Davis Baquez uh, joined the Owls on loan. This is from the Sheffield Wednesday uh, website. The Owls has added to the ramp for the signing of goalkeeper Davis Baquez. The Colombian Cudestoni joined Wednesday on a season-long loan from Italian Giants AC in Milan before and became our eighth catcher of the summer transfer window. After climbing through the youth ranks in Colombia, uh, he made the... Uh, move across to South America to Paraguay and then he made his senior debut for uh, Club Olympia. Uh, mm-hmm. The 25-year-old went on to claim a regular starting shirt and impressed from between the six four and earned him a call-up to the Colombian national side in January this year. At the same time, AC Milan swooped to take him to the San Siro from where he linked up with the Owls for the 23-24 season. Welcome, Davas. Now, He's 25 and six foot five. Ooh. What do you think about this one? I feel really creepy saying this, but he's a good age. It's like that really old, really creepy section on Soccer AM where they used to get all the... Anyway. Uh, move on. Anyway, move on. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, but he's, he's very young. He's got a lot of potential, uh, but he's already, I think he's going to be excellent and I think he's going to be a lot quicker to play the ball than Cameron Dawson, because that was one of my gripes about Southampton, is how slowly Cameron Dawson keeps playing the ball out. He made some great saves, don't get me wrong, but I feel like he's a shot stopper, not a ball, not a like modern day sweeper keeper. keeper ball, modern day keeper. He's just he's still been taught. But then look at when he was being taught how to be a keeper. He was taught by all the old school style, just mm, shot stopping yeah, and that's it. Lump it up foot front as hard as you can. That's that was the school of teaching he came from um and i just feel like he this keeper might be way quicker with his feet he does look that um, way doesn't he he does look yeah, like he's gonna yeah, yeah. from bit... the from the highlight videos and everything that yeah I've found what we just be aware when highlight videos happen everyone can look good on youtube oh uh, absolutely <laughs> uh, yes but the thing is i think the big one on this one and i know i'm really talking about it uh that much i'm wondering if this has been a 
recommendation from the goalkeeping coach. Because our goalkeeping mm. coach is Italian. Yeah, I, I think it possibly I, was. I wonder if this is a recommendation from the goalkeeping coach saying, I know a keeper we might be able to get. Have a look at him. Now, he doesn't have a FIFA card. His last FIFA card for FIFA 21. And back then, he had a 72 overall rating with an 80 potential. So hopefully that has gone up. Mm. Um, but we did need to get the... A lot of people were hoping this was going to get done before the Southampton game. Now, the problem with this one, it was all down to paperwork. And I'm going to yeah, take a guess it was his visa. Visa, work permit, yeah. all that sort of um, stuff. Because let's be honest, we, when was the last time when they needed to do one of those? It's been a while. Mm. Um, but it's great to get a keeper in. But my thing is, if you are loaning a keeper, they're here to play. Yes. Sorry, so I think Dawson's so, losing so, his place Sorry, here. Dawson. Sorry, Cameron. Yeah. Uh, and I hope, I kind of hope not. Kind of, the part of me that hopes he get, does get given a chance and he gets given a chance to learn, we've shown Dawson can do that. Dawson hmm. will learn and then stuff. Because look at last season. He came in halfway and did well. Yeah, but exactly. Could, could this be a case where it happened to Dawson the other way around this season? Like it did to Stockdale. Hmm. I hope. If he if he if Dawson, I'll put it this way: if Dawson doesn't end up being the number one at Wednesday, he deserves to be the number one somewhere else. Yes, yes definitely, definitely. That's a very good because way he's of definitely it. a number one. Yeah, now he's not a number two. I think it would be quite cool. On it'll be interesting what happens because I don't think you want him to go out anywhere because we're still short on keepers. Yeah, um, you're still need it for backup. But welcome to the club, and you were the work kept secret. Of this entire transfer window. He was literally photographed with fans at the Southampton game. He was there watching it. Yeah. He was taking loads of photos with loads of fans. And it was, and and yeah, it's. The thing is, what got me was they put him next to, uh, walking in next to uh, Bambo. And Mm. they're the same size, the same height. Our (laughs) back line is going to be massive. And Mm. I don't mean in how built they are, because some of them are built, but in terms of how Height. height they are. Uh, which is interesting, but they're gonna all make they're gonna all make Barry Bannon look like a toddler, aren't they? Yeah, oh. gonna be that thing on where you do yeah. the tallest player versus the smallest player. Yeah. <laughs> um, but let's see if Wednesday get any more in this week. Sheffield Wednesday announced key new partnership. Now this is interesting. This is also from the Sheffield Wednesday website. Sheffield Wednesday are delighted to announce that a new sleeve and back. Share partnership with socially responsible UK and US enterprise TriggerHub.org. TriggerHub.org is the elite mental health support recovery and wellness being platform founded by Sheffield-born UFA businessman and mental health philanthropist and lifelong Wednesday, Adam Shaw. Remember that name? We spoke about him before. Uh, TriggerHub.org is, and its iconic shield will take the first official sleeve Sponsor in the FL with the illustrious declaration of yes. leave no one behind on the back of the Owls home and away jersey for 23-24 season. The critically accurated and elite pl- platform platform serves as a anti... What? I'm, I'm, that was a typo by the by the club right. website, I think. Uh, for mental health. Basically, basically, it's saying that it's a mental health provider and yeah. we are very happy to be uh, with them. Now, the interesting yes. thing that be- being 
Adam Shaw is a Wednesday, uh, and is also with his other thing, ShawMind.org, which was, I believe, talked about in the... It was, yeah, that government. was actually the company that forced the UK government, uh, parliament, to uh, put in uh, mandatory mental health education in schools now. Yep. So when, when McKenna... When your little lass yep. goes to secondary school, she will be having mental health care lessons, got... like how to how to take care of yourself and all that. And what that's I thanks will to say, charity. Thank, you, thank you, Adam, and yes. charity. Exactly. Adam says exactly. we are beyond proud to choose chosen as the official mental health charity partner at the of the Owls. Whatever and however you can help as a fan, every single element, laugh more will make such a difference and can change a life and loft dream in an instant. If you want to join Sheffield Mission and become a soldier for our charity, please get in touch at shoremind.org. We are at the city centre and community that will leave no one behind and fire the next generation. Lean Dooley, the our chief operation officer, added, it's a privilege to welcome both firing organisations to Sheffield Wednesday. Mental health being is important in our local communities and all around the world. Therefore, we are excited to explore the opportunities in the field to support our fans in the UK and US beyond. Our fans purchasing the fantastic new Macron shirts, Home or Way shirt, will be given the opportunity to have the illustrious Sugar Hub icon on the shield backer shirt with the dedication de- decoration leave no one behind applied on in the mega store at the point of purchase 50% of the cost going directly to showmind.org which i think is awesome we will yeah. announce when it, this option is available supporters who have already bought the shirt will be invited to turn the sleeve and rear bad to print onto any any freshly laundered i love that you've got to make sure you wash your you've kit got to wash it before you, you go sods. and do it uh, again with 50 percent of the proceeds going to show mine Alf will proudly deb- debut and we did uh the sleeve shield on the shirts for friday night game just gone yeah. now interestingly it come out that you paid more the over the odds than most people would have done for this thing to for the club it's like a six figure because he wants to, yeah, because he wants to help the club out. Go on, what do you yeah. think about this one? I love it, I absolutely love it. And as someone, I've actually spoken previously about the fact that at one point I needed to talk to Samaritans, uh, a while ago, which is why eight for last year I took that break for yeah. a good couple of months, didn't I? Um, because I was in a really bad place and I just love, I absolutely, I actually got a little bit weirdly emotional when I read that they'd got so involved with a mm. mental health charity just because it, it, it proves that like I was, I was their target audience at one point, yeah. this, this charity. Um, and I just absolutely love that they're getting so involved with the club because there's a lot of fans out there that do need it for, at times. We know that there's a listener to the, of the podcast. I won't name them, but on, mm. uh, it was either the playoff semifinal or the playoff final day. They couldn't set foot in the ground yeah. because their, their parent had just, just passed away uh and they couldn't set foot and they were really in a bad place but watching your stream yeah at the time helped them get through it yeah and they were thinking some very bad thoughts that night and your stream got them through it mm. so people like that really need this and it just i'm so proud that the club are now doing things like this and not not going with the typical like gambling company or yeah. alcohol company to sponsor it they're getting a, a real like needed company in to be the main spot to be a main sponsor of the club you know i think it, the thing it is, really does i think mental health charities are so so important in 
Especially when they're not getting any support by the government as well, like the yeah. NHS. The waiting time is ridiculous. It's six months to go yeah. and see uh, a council because I I was on that six month waiting queue. Any I'm like I'm not being really grim here, but when you're in a place when you're mentally not all right, when you're thinking really bad thoughts about yourself and what you might do, you've then got to wait six months to talk to somebody about it. Yeah, it's an absolute joke. So. It's so good that charities are now filling that void. It's not like and it's not that the, nothing it shouldn't be seen the as the permanent as solution. Well. The, the current lot, not to get political, yeah. Let's not the current get political. Let's in not charge get political. Want to see let, that be the be let the solution. Not get political. But let just it shouldn't it be the solution, yeah. but it's so nice to have these important organisations be the main flagship. I will. Uh, I will. I will say for me personally, um, I think this is really good. Uh, I been in bad places in the past uh the one of the reasons why this channel my channel was born uh mm. was to help me it became my therapy for my fnd and there are times when you with my illness you you get fed up of it you get annoyed with it yeah. and like i won't lie last week i was in a really bad place reading some of the comments that someone made on here about me and it's like i'm trying my best that was disgraceful. Uh, I'm, I'm not, so I'm angry not, I'm not going to go but, into yeah. it, but I was trying my best, and that's all that people can ask for. Everyone knows I exactly, struggle with mate. words. Look at this episode that we've got. I yeah. massively struggled with words, and I appreciate everyone that reached out and tried to help me and tried to help me say the names, like Andy mm. Caboodlefish and you and James. You've both been... You've all, you've all been like, going, it's said this way, and my brain yeah. doesn't compute that very well. Like, mm, look at how because many, of the dyslexia yeah. side of things as well. I think, yeah. and when you read, I I understand that I put myself out there. It part of the it part yeah. and parcel of doing anything on the internet. You put yourself out there, you're up to being attacked. I get that. That's fine. Mm. Not a problem with it. But it, when it's something I can't control, if I didn't have really good mates and really good family, this is something I probably would turn to to go. Yeah, I need help. I need help. And exactly, mate. The thing is, exactly. if you do need help please please reach out to someone please reach out uh it, and, and now especially if you're in sheffield you know where to go there's now. somewhere you can go now there's yeah, actually exactly. somewhere to go where um, you won't be judged you won't be you won't be judged for needing to go there you'll be welcome with open arms and yeah. it's so nice that there's this big link now with a club that to be honest as well the club itself is probably a lot of therapy for a lot of people yeah. as well and and i think they've probably realized that with how much possible like reaching out people have done to the club to say thank you you like this is a yeah your success has helped me a lot and like now they're actually partnering with a company specialized in that and i just i love it so much yeah. and a quick thank you as well to the the people in the comment section that rushed to jake's defense against that person that made the comment really appreciate all of you as well yeah um do appreciate yes. it um moving on but Yes. Before we do move on, it's great to have that in and we'll exactly. see what happens. But moving on. Sheffield Wednesday owner Dale Von Chancery giving transfer instructions at the Southampton <laughs> opener. This is from the Xanima Live. Guy Fort Pundit, Clinton Morrison, want to see Sheffield Wednesday owner Chancery back manager Munez for the remaining of the summer window. Munez first match in charge of the Isle ended in defeat with Southampton claiming a 2-1 victory at Hillborough. The Spaniards had overhauled the Wednesday squad since taking over from Darren Moore last month. Signings, seven players, eight now. Uh, summer recruit Delgado, Musaba, Fletcher, Bowles against South and Wednesday suffered their first home loss in 11 months. Wow, 11 months. I forgot about that. We were unbeaten, weren't we? I forgot about that. 
23 game yes, unbeaten run. Yes, I forgot about oh that. Oh my yes. word! Wow. But apparently, apparently we were terrible, and they all the and and oh, I forgot. Shut about, up, I, critics! I forgot about that unbeaten run. I forgot about that. We've made history, like local club, you know, club history, and then yeah. Na international footballing history, but no, it's so fine. We're going to finish bottom, aren't we? We're going to get trounced by every club in the league. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, pundits and content creators that have all put us bottom. Anyway, sorry. You're done? As we were. Yes, <laughs> okay. I'm done. Um, <laughs> Morrison told Sky Sports, it takes time. They went through, we'll be all right this season. It's a difficult because they played a good Southampton team. They have a lot of top players in there in there who were playing Premier League football. They have adjusted quickly to how Russell Martin wants to, them to play, but it's going to take time to get used to Sisko want to play. It takes time to implement your style. There needs to be more bodies come through the door to help the squad, but I see positive signs. The fans are a massive part. They are fantastic. They will be all right. I don't worry about Sheffield Wednesday getting relegated. They got to give the manager a bit of time. He, Munez, has only been through the door for a month. Uh, a month. It does take time and it's different style from where Darren Moore was here. They have to, they have got the players. In the second half, they showed a bit of fight, but Southampton showed real class. Southampton are the favourite for promotion. This result will not define Sheffield Wednesday season, that is for sure. There we go. There's the key points, people, that are having a meltdown after that. It is the first game of the season. And some people are having a meltdown saying, oh no, look, we're terrible. Oh no, like the tactics are. It's the first game of the season, please, yeah. dear God. It will not define the season. It's the team that's kept 99% of their Premier League squad. And yes, the argument can be made. Oh, but they weren't good enough for the Premier League last year. Have you not thought that maybe the players they have are in that category of too good for the championship, but not quite Premier League? That that, point. that entire team is full of those players, and that's why they got relegated. Yeah. And that result can't define our season. We can't judge ourselves against a team full of players like that. Anyway, sorry, Jake. I still going to say something. And no, I, ranted. No, it's fine. I still think we're going to get players in. Uh, yes. We've got eight in now, right? We've got eight in now. Yes. And I think at one point we all said we needed about eight or 11 in. We've already got that in. So we're probably looking at probably three more, maybe four more. Yeah. Um, and I think one of them will be a deadline day signing. I think we're going to be very busy on deadline day. Yeah. I think we need to get our yellow ties out and we need to really be prepared where for some... Where uh, put that yellow tie, actually? Yeah, I, I, that's a good question. I don't know where I've put it. Um, Mine. <laughs> but we do need to be really... We The position we need to strengthen now is midfield. Midfield. And I still say we need another attacker. Another striker, because we've only yeah. technically got two recognised strikers in Gregory and Smith, and we'll talk about Smith in a minute. Uh, Gregory and Smith, Smith 31, Gregory's 35. Mm. I I think we need to look at, yeah, we've brought in the new lad, but he's not. Ashley Fletcher now as well. Ashley yeah, Fletcher but... and Anthony as well, mm. and I think we're going <sighs> to, the, the player's there, but I, I see, I see Musaba as a winger not yeah. a striker and Fletcher can do it. Fletcher is in here and he does want to repay Munez for bringing him in. Um, because they've obviously worked well. He got two in two when they were oh, last yeah. working together. So I think it's midfield. 
and up top where we need now definitely midfield. I still say we need three more in midfield. Mm. Uh, because we don't have cover. As of right now, last night, all our midfielders played uh, mm. on Friday. Yeah. With, with Volks, Bannon, Backinson. Johnson wasn't in the team and um, Bayer wasn't in the team. That mm. is all we've got in midfield. Technically, yeah. you can throw Patterson there. Technically, you can throw Windath there if they push. Uh, and Palmer. Palmer came on and played that midfield role. But I don't think we're done no, by a long we're shot. we're nowhere near done. I don't think we're done for a long shot. Uh, he'd even said, uh, Sisko, he'd come out and said, I want more players in. I need more yeah. players in. Um, so we'll see what happens. I still think we're going to be very busy. But players who could leave. Now, this is interesting. Because um, there's also an interesting quote from Sisko of well with this. Sheffield went, they received an offer for key man from Derby County, but the question remains. This is from the start. Smith played a crucial role in the out-promotion bid last season, scoring 18 league goals uh, to help spearhead their march into the championship ahead of the 23-24 campaign. Reports in media suggested that Warren, who enjoyed some good... That's missing something. That is missing something, yeah. Okay. Uh... Basically, Smith got 59 goals in the past two seasons from yeah. League One. And it's no surprise that Derby County won him. They worked together yeah. before. They He was absolutely gutted when he was, when he left. I think he mm. really wanted him to stay. Now, for me, I... You don't let Smith go unless you've got a replacement coming in. Yeah. And I do prefer a loan, but I would prefer a sale if need be, because we can always recall a loan. But one exactly. of the one of the uh prices that was touted for him was like three hundred and three hundred and fifty grand. Yeah. And he's worth more than that. He's twenty goals That's in an league. Insult. One. That is an absolute insult. I'm so, by the way, as well, one of my Derby... And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to out him on this podcast. I don't care. But my friend, who's a Derby County supporter, literally said, justified the reason, the 350 grand being, he didn't play last night. Sorry, I had to sneeze. Wow. Uh, he didn't play last night. And that was his justification, that the manager doesn't rate him, so he won't play him in a certain tactic against one of the best teams in the league. He didn't play last night, so that makes him worth 350 grand. Forget the 59 bloody goals he scored in League One over the past two seasons. No, 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 no. He didn't play the first game of the season. Therefore, he's not wanted. Therefore, he should be cheap at 350 grand. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> he should, for me, he should be at least anywhere from 500 to 800k. I would I would go higher. I would say a million to one point five million. If you're gonna score fifty nine goals yeah, in two seasons, yeah, true. So, striker prices have gone way up now. Like So when after, after the game about this, Sisko said this. Uh this is from the Yorkshire Live. Uh when put with it, Muna said, I don't know anything about this link, but right now I prefer to speak about the players who could be coming in, not out. If you start thinking about go about going out, then you give me problems. I need players in. With the team we have, everyone 
is here and after that we'll see but the most important thing is to give me names to maybe come in not this other kind of news this would be a problem mm. this says very much saying i do not want him to go but i will make a caveat here mm -hmm. he did say after the looting game i don't know where this link for backwards had come from i haven't heard about yes, it yes he did so don't take it too much of it because he did say, I don't know where that link had come from. And now he's saying, I haven't seen this link. But I, there was a bit of urgency in that interview saying, I need players in. I don't need players to go. I need as many yeah. as possible. I don't have many yet. I still think he can do something in a Cisco team. I think he could, if you put him with up top, and he can hold the ball up like like he did versus Newcastle for Windass. Yeah. You've got something that'll work well. And to be fair, his goal record, I think, for the championship is like nine and ten. Uh yeah. when he's been in. He is, I will say, I will say he's more of a uh leave one striker. Yeah. But if you look at his record for Rotherham. Eight goals in the 19 season, 10 goals in the 21 season. He still gets goals. Oh, yeah. He still gets the goals that you need. So I wouldn't let him go unless we got something coming in. Yeah. That would be my and, thing. And to fit in the Cisco system, to make a direct comparison to a, play, a Wednesday player in the past, I actually think he could play the Abti Nui role very well. Mm, yeah. You know, the big, big hold-up striker that yeah. can, you know lay it off for other players around him sort of thing yeah i think he could be really well. good um so next games coming up we have got stockport county at home in the efl cup which is on tuesday at yeah. uh 7:45. i believe they lost their first game of the season one nil to gillingham let's not make any it first games it doesn't mean yeah, exactly it means sod all. Uh, you, exactly. you kind of hope that we will win and go through to the next round of the cup because they are helpful. Um, they help with the uh, financial side. The more you go into cups, look at what happened with us in the FA Cup. I think people are forgetting that FA Cup run will have probably helped us a little bit for this season. Mm -hmm. um, but we'll see what happens. Hopefully we get a win in the cup. Our next league game, though, is against Hull away. So it'll be our first away game. Now, their manager got sent off, and I believe he should be back for this. I think it works on league games, not uh, on games and not league games that they got sent off. Um, yeah. They lost 2-1 to Norwich away. So this will be their first home game. This will be a very interesting home game for them. Now, Hull have recruited stupidly well. Uh, I think they brought Connolly in from... Oh, yeah, Aaron Connolly Aaron from Brighton. Aaron Connolly from Brighton. And that, yeah. just, that is a big sign. I'm very jealous. That that's, is a that's very the player that I wanted us to maybe get, actually. Um, but That is a big sign indeed. Um, they look like they're going for it again. Yeah. And I think with Wednesday against Hull, it's always a good match. It's always a good away day yeah, as well. Yeah, it always is. Um. I think we have to be on it because they will be. I think it'll be, <laughs> yeah. 
I think, but again, I think the the all the games that season. I I believe the next three games in the league will tell us more about what's going on and where we're at. Yeah, I agree. Because we're going against teams who are been around here, kind of thing. Oh yeah. If you look at what they brought in, uh, they've got Liam Delap from Man City. Ooh. They've got Ruben Bernaga from Sporting. Uh, from Sporting. Uh, they've got Aaron Connolly. They've got. Uh, oh, that Ruben Vinagre is the former yep. Wolves uh, yep. wing back. Yes. They've yeah, got yeah. Xavi Simi- Simeone from Chelsea. And they've got Jason Lacalalo. Oh, I'm rubbish. We never <laughs> saw it. Um, yeah, so they tra- they've recruited well. <laughs> they've recruited very, very well, especially getting Liam Delap. I think that one's a very smart deal uh, indeed. And. Mm. I think there's, if we can get a win there, or I think it'll change things. But you've also got the other thing. You've got the nice thing that we've got game coming up now where it's midweek. And midweek yeah. game gives them more time to play together. It gives them more time to have a game play setting. Granted, you might see more youngsters in this side because you don't want to risk it. But I think there's a real opportunity to keep going. Does the new keeper start? I think he does. I think it's a great game to kind of bed in some tactics and yeah. learn how to play at the back. With I, pro- I say you probably put Bambo and Deshaun at the back with the yeah. new keeper. You probably play Valentin on the left instead of Akin. Um, you put uh, you maybe bring the new lad on or give him forty five minutes in Anthony. You let Fletcher play from the start. It's one of those games where you get the new players to play together, and you can yeah. see where yeah. we're at, kind of thing, exactly. and go from there. So I'll I'll see. We'll see what happens, but. Hmm. This has been the Talking Wednesday podcast. Have you got anything else to add, my friend, for the rest for this? I don't think so. Just, just, just. Let's not lose our heads. It's the first game of the season. We can, we can panic or not panic, but we can start making judgments if we're at the bottom area of the table after fifteen games, not one. So, I just think we take the season as it comes. It's. It was never going to be a plain sailing season. As soon as Darren Moore left the club, it, that doomed this season to be mm. a very unpredictable year. Um, and I just think we need to calm it a little bit and make our judgments when we're a good chunk into the season, not after one sodding game, you know? Yeah. And we need, to give, we need to give the manager time. We need to give the squad time. And that's something that seemingly Wednesday fans haven't been great at the last few times there's been a new manager in charge. Yeah. Um, and I just sort of think, let's let's just see out the season, you know. Let's see, take it as it comes, and we can complain if at Christmas time we're at the bottom. Yeah, you, you know that's that's I, that's what I, I'm thinking. I would say even 15 games. Christmas time is the good time to make judgments yeah. on where we're going to be at, kind of thing. I would also turn around and say that um, 15 games, it probably. Still a little bit too short when you when you look yeah. at what the system we're trying to play is and stuff. Uh, let's just be happy that football's back. We're, exactly. we're getting to talk about football again, and if back and I, we didn't get we didn't get overly embarrassed by Southampton, which I think some of exactly. us thought we did. It was great. We, I think we all thought we might be get battered here. I, I yeah. won't lie, but we managed to show something different in that Southampton game. But football back. Look after yourself, more importantly. Uh, make sure you're well in yourselves. I believe James is back next week. 
for an episode, I don't know who it's with yet. Uh, but this has been the Talking Wednesday podcast. Thank you for watching and listening, and we will see you in the next one. See you later. Thank you.